Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. I was so tired, I'd never known a week like it. My emotions were all over the place. I thought, after all this time, I was really getting to know Jesus, to understand how he ticks, what he believes, and how he reacts. But this week has completely floored me. I realise I don't know anything about him. After the highs of that day, was it less than a week ago, when we followed him into Jerusalem, him riding the young colt and everyone waving palm branches, throwing their cloaks on the ground in front of him, shouting their praises. I really thought that at last people were recognising him for who he truly is. But then this week, and especially last night, I now feel very fearful about the future. I just didn't understand half of what Jesus was saying last night about betrayal and the need for him to suffer, broken bread and poured out wine. What was that all about? As usual, at the end of the meal, he set out to walk up the Mount of Olives. Sometimes he's gone on his own, but last night we all followed. The others were talking away, some still arguing about who was the greatest. Peter sulking a bit because he didn't like it when Jesus told him that he would deny him. And I can sort of understand that. Peter has been such a faithful friend. I think I would have felt hurt if Jesus had said that to me too. I held back a bit. I was feeling so confused and tired. I didn't have the energy to keep up conversation. And actually, I was worried about Jesus. I had been watching him, and something was different. When he reached his normal place, most of the disciples were only too glad to take the weight off their feet 
They sank down to the ground, and I think some fell asleep straight away. I don't think they even heard Jesus say, pray that you will not fall into temptation. I looked around, and those who were still awake, I could tell didn't know what he was talking about. But whereas they just shook their heads and carried on talking or preparing to sleep, it just raised my concern even more. I found myself choking back the tears a bit. What was going on? Jesus took himself off a little way apart. He knelt down and started praying. I've always been fascinated to watch Jesus praying. He obviously has such a close relationship with God, something I don't understand but actually feel quite envious about. But as I watched, I saw the raw emotion in a way I'd never known before. Jesus, already on his knees, fell forward, his head almost touching the ground. He started groaning and I wondered if he was in pain. It even seemed as though he was crying, but I can't be sure about that. Whatever was happening was incredibly powerful and real. And then I thought I heard the words, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. I didn't understand that at all. What was the cup he was talking about? What was it that his father was asking of him? I was aware that my eyelids were dropping. The emotion of the last 24 hours was catching up on me. I could hardly keep my eyes open. But then, all I can say that I saw was a bright light. Jesus looked up and his face changed. But then the light faded and he went back to praying as earnestly as ever. In fact, even more earnestly. Something was causing him such anguish I couldn't bear to watch. Tears started streaming down my face. I brushed them away, fearful that one of the others might see. But I didn't need to worry. They were all fast asleep, completely oblivious to what was going on. I didn't know what to feel. Sad? Angry? Confused? I think I probably felt all these things. Jesus was obviously in this deep place of emotion and internal anguish, and I didn't know what to do. But then, to my shame, I realised I must have given in to the overwhelming need to sleep, because the next thing I remember is hearing the words, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray, so that you will not fall into temptation. I jumped up with a start. How could I have done this? Jesus had become such a close friend and was such an important part of my life, and yet at this time of great need in his life, when he needed me to do something for him, I'd abandoned him. Suddenly, 
it all made sense. He was waiting for my prayer and I had done exactly what he said not to do, give in to temptation. The tears came again, but this time I didn't brush them aside, I couldn't. I had the overwhelming feeling that when I had seen Jesus weeping earlier, he had been weeping for me. Lord, forgive me when I ignore your plea for help. When you ask me to do something and I take no notice and go my own way. Lord, don't let me sleep on when you're waiting for my prayer. Give me a watchful, waiting heart and the desire and ability to respond to your call. Amen.